0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Abram Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Erev Shabbos Kodesh, this must be Rishod And I'm here with Haravagoyin Rabbi Yosef Gabriel Bechofar. Uh It's been three weeks, Rabbi Yosef Gabriel, since I think real Rishikos showed itself. I mean, what we do is just really um, Kinderspiel, Kinderspiel. But Three weeks ago, uh, Hasidim of the Rav Yaakov uh, uh, Arya Alter, the current Ger um, marched on the Kahal of uh, Pnei Menachem, run by his cousin, Rav Shol Alter, formerly the Rosh Hashiva in Ger. And um, it seems like there was bottles uh, thrown and stones thrown and people's heads got bashed in um, there was, it was a a ruckus a melee, it was violence um, and all because there seems to have been statements by the current Rebbe so a man, uh, the, the son of the Lev Simcha Rabbi Yaakov that this type of espardus that occurred is something that needs to be condemned and these people have to be seen, I guess I don't know what he called them but seemingly, whatever he called them was severe enough that the Chassidim's temperatures rose to an extent that they felt that they had some sort of heter, uh, or a mitzvah, I'm sure, to go to be violent. And it had to, obviously, the police had to be called in. It was a terrible chilu Hashem and has been uh, loudly condemned in the Haredi press and beyond here in America. We're not hearing that much about it, but it is showing itself in a number of news articles that you sent. I
1: doubt, doubt Hamodia, which is controlled by Guerra, would have so much about it,
0: condemning it. I didn't they, see any... I mean, it happened enough before Shavuos that
1: I guess... Maybe they, they Tate and uh, gleefully reported, but I don't think that the... Um, yeah, now,
0: no, no, we're old enough to remember uh, street battles that occurred on Shabbos as well, between Satmar and Lubavitch. Uh, which occurred here in, in, in our side of the pond. Uh, yeah, but I
1: think a, a kids play
0: think You think this was this you think this could have really actually killed people?
1: I, I don't know if it would have killed people, but I know that there is a tremendous uh, campaign in, in, in Guerra to rend families asunder. That children should betray their parents like, like big 1984, children should betray their parents to the authorities or East Germany. The uh, trade the parents authorities leave their parents, even though they're not married. The young youngsters and the, um, and uh, people should not talk to each other, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: So, in other words, let, let me put in context: in Satmar, Satmar Chabad battles from Crown Heights uh, to Williamsburg or on, on the uh, environs there were more about whose turf is this, and there was no question that if you're a Satmar Chassid, your family would be okay just if you if you see these Chavatzkars roll up your sleeves and take a punch. Whereas here, what's happening is, it's not only attacking them physically, but it's also to brand them Apikorsim, uh, Roshoyim, in order to do whatever they can. Because clearly, Shol Alter, although, is obviously the, the more charismatic, perhaps the brilliant, uh, the Magid Shir, the Rosh Hashiva. And in many ways, people believe his Torah, <coughs> It's, it's quite in line. We'll talk a little bit more later about the Torah of of Ger and the Chasidus and in terms of Lamedes. But um, the idea is is that if you follow him, uh, you are you are going to be in a black hole because the the most of the Ger Chassidim are still following uh, the standard normative Ger Chassidim, and they will crush this splinter group. This is what it seems like they're about. And you're right, crushing isn't just beating up in the streets. It's also the ostracization and ruining shidduchim and ruining business opportunities and basically sinos chinam mm-hmm. to the ultimate extent that the leva the, the, uh, nefesh hayofa say, let us man. It's sort of like, yeah, a street fight is ugly, but you can't help but look. But when you hear these reports, this sounds severe. Uh, to 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 the greatest extent, not just like Urin Reich says, you have to call these people Rishoyim because they were over, you know, a Ar- This is this is this is canceling them totally and completely and trying to to obliterate them from their normal life. So this is clearly something really shocking, I guess. Yeah. So uh,
1: I would like to uh, pontificate about this a bit. And uh, I'd like to note that this really harks back to Avraham Ramea Kaplan's critique of Hasidus in his Meimer, I, I translate only a paragraph or two of it uh, but I have this uh, translation which I think is so, so fundamental and perhaps it took till now to see how profound it was I'm going to read, uh, it's like two minutes less one minute Musa does not disagree with Hasidus Musser is often satisfied with the Jewish strength of Hasidus its capacity not to submit to the environment. Its heartfelt openness, Ben orm that softens petty, superficial European etiquette. Its readiness to dedicate itself to a lofty purpose, and so easily sacrifice for that purpose normal conditions of life. Its youthful fervent mitzvahs, which extends well into old age. Musa, however, also has a significant criticism of Chasidus. It sees Chasidus as too external, too theoretical, and abstract. The Chassid deludes himself into thinking that he's getting more out of Chassidus than he actually is. Chassidus deals with profound thoughts and great deeds, but remains outside the essence of the Chassid. Chassidus penetrates the depths of the greatest Torah problems. between both man and God, between man and man. But he penetrates too little the self of a person, so that he might engage in reckoning as to where he stands in relation to his world and his relation to his obligation in his world. The average Chassid deludes himself into thinking that an eagle that he sings wells up from his heart that the vacancy experiences has its source in his soul, even though it is entirely possible these are transient moods, not associated with its true essence. One should not judge hastily. You cannot say to even the simplest chalced when he experiences the vacancy that he does not truly cling to Hashem. But that constant self-critique, perhaps I am deluding myself, the query that should accompany, accompany every step in life. Have I not strayed in this instance from the past? And finally, all that is encompassed in the thought that serves as a necessary precondition for shivisi Hashem l'negdi me. Name of the thought I placed myself before me always, uh, all this more prevalent in Musa than in Hasidus. So I, I think that, you know, Rabbi Von Melio's critique is so relevant in that Hasidus is, uh, uh, does not have the uh, self introspection which Musa required. And therefore it is, and besides that, they rejected European etiquette as the So therefore you have this twin curse on one hand, there's this uh, uh in which is in deliberate reaction to the European adequate. And the other hand, there's this not uh, uh, complete uh, uh um uh disregard or regarding as unnecessary the Khajman average to know what is doing could be it was really rotten. Hashem and Hashem Shomaim, Either we assume the rabbi decide that for us, or it's not something which comes up because it's not part of the uh, uh
0: uh, the avoida uh, of the costume. Well, look, Rav I know, looms very large in your life.
1: Okay, don't be a vato just because it looms large in my life.
0: No, 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 wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. And I want to um, actually applaud you for this lucid translation of his works. And I think even had you devoted yourself even more so to the dissemination of Rav ideas, in a way that does justice to the profundity of his thoughts and the, and the sophistication of his expression, I think you that itself would have been enough for Bechhofer's uh, accomplishments. And, I, and I'm not, however, here's the other. Rabbi Ramelio, sadic as he was, uh, in a way, for, with his prescription, he, he might, I think, be blind in some ways to the fact that if you do do this introspection, consistently, that the Heslavus is going to have a hard time taking off, because from moment to moment, a person can <clears throat> question his authenticity. And part of Chesidus is allowing yourself to believe that those moments, although they might not be the ultimate that you can achieve, can do represent real Kurv Shaft of the body One of the reasons the Baal ideas struck a chord, was because he was willing to say, Ruach HaKodesh still lives. The Vekas is still possible. There was a calcification, not just a European mimic mimicking the European uh, aristocracy of, of, of very uh, manners. It was also the idea that there really doesn't exist anymore Kavana. There really isn't uh, what we would call uh, tzadikim, living anymore. It's all part of sipuri chazal that we have to gribblezach and say we're so vite from it. Part of what Chassidus was able to be successful is to unleash a certain imaginative faculty coupled with, as Rav said, uh, very lofty ideas. Now, if you're going to constantly pour water over them, which and say, well, you know, but are you really Amishic? And this is not really true. And you're just you're you're just fooling yourself. Then it's going to be very difficult for a well of emotion and feeling and a movement.
1: No, you're right. Rav, Rav Desmond makes that point in Michtam LeYo. He says in a in a, in a, a very fascinating mimer in the, for, for fifth chelik. He says that Chassidus was much more successful than Musser in preventing assimilation and in, in, in he writes in America and Australia and South Africa and England, because uh, uh, Musser requires introspection and doesn't allow for this mindless Veco, so
0: to speak yeah. um, in, so I, I wouldn't uh, call it mindless it yeah. but but I would call it and and I have seen you uh in in, in your when you wear your bekisha I've seen you in in, in a Vecos type of state uh before, which I think is probably due more to the success of Sidim and Rebes than it is necessarily to the Babi Musr that, that you also invoke. So again, they their footprints are there and it is even filtered down to someone like yourself. So yes, they have been more successful. And I and I think there's another thing here which we need to say in light of this particular machlekas uh that we're talking about um Gare is and again, I don't know much about the players here. Um, I, 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 I've been getting in my mailbox from from Chedrei Haredim and other places, uh, you know, the, the latest skinny on all this stuff. But I know a little bit about Geir based on where they come from. As you know, um, the Chlush Arim, Rabbi uh was an incredible mind. Uh, probably if you'd have to make a list of the 10 greatest lamdonim in in, in among the rebbes the chushrim would have to be in that list you can also add the derekhim the avinazer and others but the chushrim is, is was, was powerful we all know about the the, the it might be a legend uh, that he had a safer al and mishbit that he felt that he wanted to put out, that would take every single simon and sif of, of Chesh and Mishpat, but he decided that he needed to uh, burn it because it was a powerhouse. And you take a look even in his Dechdush Raman it isn't, oh, I've just stepped into a Hasidic world of thought. The Svarim could really be as significant and cogent as general learning. Let me put it a little bit further. Part of what Chetish Sharim and his Chevre were about, including the Kotzker, was about introspection and being truthful. When we talk about the Machleikas between Kotzk and all the other chsidim, uh, as, as Heschel uh, pointed out, it was about not getting caught up and fooling yourself. And even to the point of not taking Yom Kippur as if you're really on a big madrega. and the stories are legion about that. And part of it yeah, is sort of about the Kusker. not so much about the Lucian Raymond, certainly not about such One second, but they still had that sense of no nonsense. Again, and I know this because I yeah, drayed around, I trade around with Sidim yeah, when I was. Yeah,
1: I, I think the only extent to which manifests itself, and probably doesn't anymore, is in the, more of a disdain for Gashmius and more of an openness to. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, Israel to the army and to, to agriculture and things
0: of those things. And, and thing. look.
1: Also, the basic movement was very much here.
0: Right. And, right. In other words, they had their hands everywhere. And they also, as I, and, and again, a hammer hits a nail. I believe part of it is because they eschewed some of the, you know, the the, Dimioinis that Rev. Romelio Rav- 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 was talking about and were really centered in on learning. It, it isn't, it isn't, let me say it even better, whether it's Khadu She'arim, whose Diveri toyer are a little bit difficult to encapsulate, or the Tzfas which is probably, in a way, one of the most uh, influential Sifrei Chassidus, probably at the top five, if we talk about in terms of influence beyond the Chassidus and, and I think it, it's not just, oh, he was a great Talmud Chokham and he was a tremendous Lamden in Kochim. You can't learn Kochim without the Sfasemis. The two really go hand in hand. His, his Divrei Torah, the way he analyzes the typical Zohar Hasidic Makairis, really show the mind of a Lamden. And I think it isn't like, oh, well, he's a Lamden, but also a great Rebbe. I, I think this Fasemis, and, and 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 that's the reason why I think the Litfischer the Yeshiva Velt, they all know Stiklak's and, Fasemis. And, and, and obviously you can't move in Moyad and in Kodchim without him. And I think that 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 this came from a Stolzkite in themselves. They didn't let themselves go in Kriech event. They they knew what learning was, they knew what Gleitkite was. And I will say, based on my um, youth hanging out in gear and waking up early in the morning, going to the mikvah and then going to davening and then having a, a break at, before Kriya Sataira and learning as stark as in any yeshiva. Shabbos morning, it, it, you could hear the haravanya and it wasn't just like it was in Stolen, where, uh, or, right, where, it, was, or where it was, oh, he's just screaming. Those guys were learning shtark. And, and and we know that the gear is was the greatest in terms of demanding that every Balabas be involved in learning and be stark in learning. And right, We we have this idea of chesidim, waking up late, dragging around in the mikveh. That's not what Gare was. And I think you know that is something that I think Rev. Would be extreme. Well, the
1: ironic thing is, I think that the ones who raise dres- dres- the Kamikva are not as ha- dangerous as the ones who don't raise dres- the Kamikva. But uh, the point, I, I think also that you're avoiding the whole elephant in the room. Uh, do you want to continue to avoid it or you don't want to continue to avoid it? I,
0: I want our listeners who aren't so aware of what Gare is to know yes. that Gare well, has an illustrious past. And and I believe there was a reason why after Rabunam died, where there was a Shaila who should take over the Chidus, the Chdush Yarim, with all his accomplishments, said, I'm gonna be Machniya to the Kotzker. And he saw himself as a Chalik of Kotzkar. Now, when the Kotzker died, then, okay, then the Malchus really began. But I, I, I still believe that it's infused with that. I don't know about the present ones, but I, I, I will say, going to, through the Imre Emis, Fosemis's uh son that we are talking about a a, a a incredible, important. In fact, let me say it even better. Kotsk, which has its offshoot of Ishbitz, both of those are sort of so outliers that it's almost impossible to form a Hsidas around them. Gare, I think, was able to take elements of both and really have. A, as you said, a chassidus that grew exponentially and became, as you know, the reason why the Germans, your people, were able to form the Aguda together with Ger. The, the Ger and the deich the Yekis, who had the organization, what an amazing match that was. And they were able to create an Aguda that looked extremely frum and that was very efficient. That was what Ger was. That's all I'm trying to say. What's the elephant that I'm avoiding?
1: The elephant is that that uh, so much of Hass, especially in Ger, has to do with either avoiding or being atoning for okay, all
0: right. that's a good elephant to talk about all right i, I and I don't mind talking about that um they are yeah, not... I don't hate the world. As as the listeners of this program know, we aren't exactly prudish. At least I've made you much less of a prude in the years. Either PT-13 or our program, yes. Uh, Don't you think that I've made you much less of a prude in our relationship?
1: Yes, for better or for worse,
0: yes. (laughs) You didn't know what you were in for. But anyway, yes. So this is an element that is, to me, has always seemed extreme, and strange and in a way very much, you know, let's talk about our last show, <laughs> which we talked about, Me Too, Yamaleo. I hope you like that title. Um, that yeah, Gare is probably guilty of that objectifying and denigration in ways that other citizens, you know, at least apologize for. In the Gare um, the the couples are 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 in a way shamed about their relationship. And, um, you're right, getting up early part of it is not being involved with your wife. part of it is is getting up early, staying away, not right and and, and and in a way, living a certain austere existence, but you're right that is that is based on the fact that when all of you were teenagers, you all had lusty thoughts and allowed yourself to masturbate or things like that, and because of that your atonement is to live the life of this ascetic chosun. And- but there's
1: also this Toresh Bapeh, which is that, because that's all you can find in Toresh But In Toresh ba-peh, bapeh, the whole concept of shtuparai is to be Mislave to one's aboyahs Hashem in order to atone for these libels of davrachim. And that's why I never have been to be a geratish, but that's why they say you can come, you can come out with a broken arm because the Stuperai is built into the system in order to I, atone for I think we need
0: to use a different term than Stuperai, but I, I I might keep it in the uh,
1: in the uh, fine. I know it has a course, I didn't think of the coarser Yiddish kind of but what I- you're
0: saying is, is that their shtuparai is really a. It's really based on the fact that they have not killed the demon inside of them. But what they do is they actually refashion it and and make sure that it's all towards uh, the the tish and the islavas. So in other words, they. Any term I use is going to be bad, like banging on the table, whatever it is. What they're doing is basically. Like deadening or trying to push away this uh, uh, sublimate, yeah, to sublimate the loss. Right. Okay,
1: now so which- that makes them violent people. If it's not taiva, it's kina. They're going into so that they uh, they use their energy to be uh, to, uh, to push and shove, and it's considered to be again like Rav says: there's no etiquette. Agarabba is a, there is a uh, drive to be impolite. And it's just a short step from that to violence.
0: Okay, so, all right. Again, you know, part of the, you know, the. the I don't
1: stuff, know what she was with I don't know what story it would be. It would basically mean, yeah, well, slow.
0: Again, was. the cutscrew was the most impolite. And part of it was to burst people's uh, balloons of self importance. I don't think and, it
1: was the balloon. I don't think it became physical. It's, this is. Uh,
0: no, no, no. So again, the actual physical. In, of like what we saw three weeks ago is obviously a, a very ugly manifestation. Look, Gare were known, you know, they say the Ger Rebis, I don't know who gave them the brocha, but someone gave them the brocha that they would be large people, that they would be large, burly people. And I remember, again, I was like a tiny nothing when I was hanging around Ger because they were big. And I found them, um, actually, if, if you learn, they're, they're makable you. If you learn, they're makabal I found them, like my newfound friends in Bovov, I found the Ger uh extremely approachable. Listen, if you want to learn, you got to learn. Um, they, now, what shocked me in preparation for this podcast, not that I prepared too, off, too much at all, as is, as is, as is readily evident uh, for our normal listeners, uh, the wealth of Ger, that Ger is especially the Rebbe himself, 83 years old, he should have Lange Yorin, is one of the richest people in Eretz Yisrael. He's, he's a personal millionaire, billionaire, I would sound like, close to being a billionaire even, uh, in terms of his properties and what he owns. And this does sound a little bit anti the ideal that the Kotzker and the Chush and others are pushing for. I mean, but- Well, you
1: know, the cynics, the cynics will always say it's all about money. That's what the cynics will always say. They down to access- yeah, though you know, um, but
0: that is, it's, it's, I don't, it, it, and, 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 I think and, and,
1: power to support is as important money.
0: Yeah. Well, again, you know, it's already been condemned. We're not saying anything new. Um, I, I would like to hear, and, and, and that's my fault because, you know, I, I've been traveling and I haven't been able to research things. I'd like to hear Similar to, you know, I'm going to compare this to January 6th, which is now you know everybody's um, primetime rage now to, to hear more about the January 6th attack. But similar to the Rebbe somehow appealing to his Hasidim, uh, like Trump, saying we've got to, not, the election can't be stolen from us, we've got to you know, do something. Somehow, I,
1: just to, I just want to clarify that I do not blame Trump, on Gare.
0: <laughs> you, you don't say that this May, the, the May 20th uh, pogrom happened because of Trump, right? No, no, if, I
1: don't say that Gare's, uh, um, uh, Gare's um, violence would have led to, a uh, violent tendency would have led. Okay, so
0: to, I, I, I actually want to explore this for a minute. But first, th- the parallel is, the Rebbe didn't say to do it, but the Rebbe was okay with it. Trump didn't say to do it, but Trump's tweets and messages were quite uh, passive and encouraging. And I assume that is why the Rebbe is also being uh, you know, lambasted by other Rabbanim and Gedolim who are speaking out against it based on what occurred. So I'd like to at least hear what the Rebbe said and what, what it is that's going on. Is it just that how dare he fight against the Mesorah. I mean, look, let's give our listeners another little peek behind the curtain. Um, the base role was the Rebbe. The base role was, in a way, an embodiment of the touchstones I've mentioned before. He was a Chadush figure. He was a uh, Svasem-like figure. He also, in his learning and in his Sidus, was in a way the model of what we expect of a Hishtalshulus. With his Ptira, though, without children, it passes. Well,
1: well, yeah, wait a second. The Beis Yisro is also the one who, to whom the Takanas, which we you only touched on before, the Takanas of Ger are attributed.
0: No, no, okay. I, 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 I agree. He's the one who turned, who radicalized it, but he was a, the sheer claim of the Beis role cannot be Machtavek. In other words, he was in, in his learning. And in his Sharfkite, his Harifas, he was an embodiment really of what Ger stood for. And therefore, um, but he didn't have a Yorish. And therefore, it, get, it got kicked to the Leif Simcha, his younger brother, who was a very edel- a person, who, who wasn't as tough as nails. And many people thought that was good, because although he doesn't have his brother's brilliance or Sharfkite, no one's going to be quoting him, but his Torah was Leichter and he was more encouraging. And in fact, he was more of a coalition builder than um, than his brother. Now, with his death, then the 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 Chzidus passed to his brother. I mean, once it became brothers, right? Again, it, it, instead of what the normal derech, which is the rebbe's son, it got kicked to the 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 last brother, the Pnei menachem, right? And with the Pnei Menachem's Ptira, you, if, let's say the Pnei Menachem had been the Rebbe. The argument could be made, well, the Pnei Menachem is now the Rebbe. His son is a great Reshachiva, a great Magad Shir, charismatic, a everybody loves him. So, but now the call was, no, 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 wait. It only went to the Pnei Menachem because for some reason we have covenant of the brother. But now it should go back to the late Simcha's son. And this is really quite, quite, it's, I've taught sociology in college. I don't have a degree in it, but I I do think that there is a way to make the argument and not be laughed out of the classroom by saying the coarsening of public uh, discussions and politics has insinuated its way even into the Frum Belt. And I think that is not necessarily uh, a wrong statement. Uh, They might not care about Trump, but Trump and what he symbolizes of everybody, can, you, you hate the other person, you condemn them, and you do whatever you can in any sort of way to destroy them, uh, that I think is, is something that this event is maybe reflective of. And how, you think so?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I, 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 you no, know, but Sadiq so says obviously it's from the uh, uh, Kabbalah that whenever Hashbalah comes down to the world, comes down, both the Yidin and the Goyim, comes down, the Chad according to his um, environment, sure. and, and so both... then obviously uh, one can make the say the Shefa of uh, the negative was sense of uh, came down with Trump and with uh, the Gerar Rebbe in different I mean, ways.
0: But it's not just Trump, it's also your friends on the left and, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be the most... You know, violent and ugly, and burn things, and and smash things, and 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 threaten people with death, et cetera, et cetera. As you as you see with the Supreme Court justices now, so I, I do think that there is this this tendency in our society that we can cross the line with shame um and we could uh, push and 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 it's it's obviously a pella that someone who raises his yingle to 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 be a, a wonderful chasidic boy and to send him in chas shalom to be to somehow be there with a bottle in his hand uh, ready to, to 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 smash it over the head of somebody of another person and yet i do think that it's it's reflective of our zeitgeist our very very ugly um, <laughs> which which is much more than a Risco darisa
1: so I was, the the Sopmers, who are not known for their uh easygoing and calm uh public persona, they, they get along enough that they don't find the streets.
0: You know talking
1: about I, the two brothers I, of the Sotmers. Yeah, the two brothers, yeah. And I go to KSUL, they, they, they both coexist there and Williamsburg, they both
0: coexist. Okay, they're not buddy buddy, but they're not but as you said, I think part of it is if show Alter was like um and let's talk about the other splinter group that exists in Curioceoio. The, um, what do they call them? The ones that I went in to? In what? In the Mayo. The Mayo. The Mayo. I really like them, but nobody sees them as a threat, right? They're outliers who do their thing. And again, yeah, they don't talk. They don't take a Chavis to each other. Yeah, okay, they don't, right? I think here it might be Shoal Alter is just is so um, charismatic. Yeah. That they consider this, this could be, you know, like the Strasheller, who was going to take away, the, the strange thing is, and I would say it again, the Strasheller was not a relative of the Alter Rebbe, he just was someone who understood the Alter Rebbe's ideas better than the Mittler did, and logically, he should have been the Rebbe, <laughs> based on the fact that a Rebbe should be Yoshua, his uh, successor, not not, 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 not or, or Eliezer. So in the same way, Strashelar. But Sidis decided to become uh, patrimonial. Chizitis decided to be Malchustik. Chizitis tur- took that turn at that time. I think over here he has the gen- he has the genetics to justify that he should be rebbe, and he's also brilliant enough, geshmak enough, hadrasponim enough that he could chisel away. And I think that's, you know, again, that's I think probably what's happening. Why? I think in Satmer, I think it was clear, Satmer was so big and variegated, and even in the Sigeter's lifetime, he had already in a way sort of been Mahalik the Malchus. And, you know, <laughs> there was enough to go around. I think over here, I think the paucity of what Gare has now lent, lent it to this fear. And therefore, they felt like stormtroopers. They could uh, come there and crush it the way it is. But look, you know, um, you know Very uh, sad. we should definitely, obviously, as we get into the summary, and I, I'll, I'll end with this part. Um, the Kliyokar says in Parshas Tzav, it says, Zois toiras on the five korbonos. toiras ha-oila now none of those zosters are really in pshat necessary <laughs> right those are very large introductory phrases the Kuyokar said something which i really think is is a very great einfall zos means each safer is connected one of the Korbonis. perracus is connected the carbon now, I'm going to, this is Kivalevich now jumping on the Kliyokar's chap and changing what he says. I. The, you're right. The HaKadoshim, they were Oylas to And what we see in their lives is Miyuched in and it's a type of life that, that we can aspire to, but we look at like an Oylas to The Mincha, of course, is Kalal like an Oni, brings the Mincha just forming. The Mincha, we were just a, a people coming out of. Of, of Avdus, and therefore Schmeis really represents a, a, a tremendous covet to us of what we were able to accomplish, how we were able to rise, how we we're able to start, and etc. Like it's an agri. Vayikra is really about humanity and the difficulty of living a life of Kedusha and recognizing the chatosim, the khatos, the, chatos, the that occurred, that accrue. And, and that's part of what living a life of Kedushas, and, and the Geras know that. <laughs> that's part of what it's about, and that's why it's Torah's Kayhanim. Um, Bamidbar, though, is different. Bamidbar is the Osham. The chattas, of course, is a showing that you should have known better. You should have lived better. You should have not allowed this to happen. The Osham comes with amazes. The, 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 the Oshamais are brought even in an amazing situation where you're ahemak Ashamlu, you were terrible what you did. this was wrong, and in a way, Sefer by midbar is full of incidents that can't be on the- uh, we're talking about zachan, which are in a way you can't understand how they could happen. How could there be Kaira? how can there be a how could there be moraloc? How could there be the Nachoshes? how could there be the missonian and again. Later in Parshas Fukas. All of that, I think, Rabbi Yosef, is that we are a flawed people, but we can still bring carbonos to be machaper. In other words, even though we're not going to badekis, we're not going to say it's a khatas, we're not going to say it's a shoigig, we're not yeah, it's an abeira, <laughs> and it was wrong. But there can still be a safer by teaches us.
1: Well, you think people, that's stick, well, at least if maybe someday the, uh, the girls will
0: do chuva and they'll bring karbonis. What I'm saying is that these things are mezidim. But it can, they can still, but they are not apikorosim. They're not out of Klal Yisrael. The, right? These are people who did terror, or this is terrible things, just like the Sipure Atoira here in Bamidbar are terrible. It's a korban and it's going to cost. It's not like a chatas that you get away cheap. you got to pay sh'tei SF, you got to pay good money, and you got to know, it's amazing, but there's still a way to be mechapered. It isn't that they're finished. Obviously, what they should all lead to is the great, uh, and I think Geir has a big role in this, in terms of what they've done in Eretz Yisrael, that all the groundwork that they did should lay the groundwork for Seyfried Tzvarim, which is Shlomin, which is getting ready to go into Eretz Yisrael to live a life that's Muslim, and hopefully when that occurs, they're not going to have the jukas of their youth anymore uh, resounding in their head, and they're going to be able to live a life of shleimus. Where back to
1: the source when they were the founders of Pali Aguda.
0: <laughs> anyway, on that wonderful Drush note that you can take to the bank, we'll see you, my friends. Take care, everybody. Check it out next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. And let me just say that if you are tempted to buy your red or someone else to go out on a Friday night and to somehow find someone that you want to like really, you know, somehow rough up a little bit, instead of taking a bottle or a rock, you know what, there's something that is strong enough, but won't hurt that much. And I would say an Abel's and Hyman salami...
1: A door to the film buffs and the great dictator, Mussol- the, the Mussolini figure, attacked the, the Hitler figure with a salami.
0: Ah, I see, I see. So Jack Oakey uh, attacking Charlie Chaplin and the great dictator. I don't I don't know if it was an A&H salami. I don't think they were around yet. But you know what? Maybe also if you run out at, of the tish and say, let's go get those guys and what you have in your hand is a salami from A&H before you get to the guy to pulverize him, you might decide to take a slice of it yourself and say, this isn't worth fighting for. And in fact, the guy might say, is that an A&H salami you have in your hand? And instead of the fight, you might find yourself going into some neutral tish, taking some slices and enjoying the types of A&H provisions that can bring Sholem and Achtes to Qal Yisrael. <laughs> hey. That'll hey, be, you that. okay, okay. <laughs> Okay.